My skin is black. What you looking at? My skin is black. I feel so good to be black right now. Welcome to episode 126 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. This is actually our last episode of the year. So this is going to be a very exciting one. And then we'll be back um, for a little New Year's Eve, New Year's episode. And we will talk about all the different things that we are manifesting for the future. And of course, we'll hone in on entrepreneurship and growing businesses in the black creative and designer community. So, of course, you guys know I like to mention, so make sure you guys continue to send in your black notes. Let us know your trials, your tribulations, your obstacles that you're facing right now as a creative in the entrepreneurship world. We'll, of course, read your notes on the podcast and give advice and tips myself and the guests that I'm speaking with. So, if you want to send those in, please do so at blackandfashionpodcastgmail.com. And, of course, you can submit your notes anonymously. Second, guys, make sure you are in tune with the IMBNF campaign. We'd love to see your videos and posts and hashtag why or how being black in fashion is so important and beneficial to you. So today, I am joined by Miss Nicole Banks. Miss Nicole Banks is the chief of Pretty Chick of Shop Pretty Pieces. Um, her business name is Shop Pretty Pieces, and they are Pretty Pieces is an online retail experience offering fabulous accessories, one of a kind clutch bags, and vivacious pieces that will turn heads as you walk by. Pretty Pieces keeps that hottest chic couture online. And Pretty Pieces isn't just your ordinary online retailer, but an online fashion experience providing high-quality pieces at affordable prices. So, Nicole, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So, I just want to get into it right away, but I like to do a little icebreaker just to know who I'm talking to on the phone. It's a little game that I like to call This or That. So, I'm going to just throw out a couple of things, and you're just going to tell me what you prefer over the other, Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, trench coats or motorcycle jackets? <laughs> <laughs> Not the long side. Oh my god! <laughs> Let me go with motor jackets for this season. Okay, berets or brim hats? Oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> I need to know who I'm talking to. I need to put a. Oh, I'm putting a look together in my head. <laughs> So, because I went with the moto jacket, I'm going to go with the brim, the wide brim. Wide brim. Uh, studs or hoops? Oh, studs. Flare leg <laughs> or skinny leg? Skinny leg. Mule or wedge? Mule. Uh, and la- side boob or under boob? Oh, I don't have <laughs> a lot of boobs, so... <laughs> so, um... <laughs> uh, side boob is probably... Probably the best choice here because I always have some side boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hear. You're a little sensual. We need that. Okay, so if you just want to uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from, where you grew up, and um, when you caught the fashion bug. Okay, so um, Nicole B. from Jacksonville, Florida, um, affectionately known as Duval. That is where I'm from. Hey, I'm hey. Born and raised. <laughs> right, right. Born and raised here in um, Duval County. Um, I am a third generation seamstress, so the fashion bug was probably in my DNA. So I can't tell you exactly when the fashion bug bit me, but I'll tell you this. Um, there's a picture of me on my older sister's Facebook of me and her niece, and I was four years old, and I was in a cardigan, 
mm-hmm. a button down cardigan with a ruffled collar and a pair of what we would probably call now slacks at four. So oh, wow. I mean, I always there exactly. And my realtor reminded me we 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 determined how we knew each other. We were um we know each other since the fifth grade and she reminded me that I was the fifth grader with shoulder pads. So <laughs> <laughs> So that tells you anything about, you know, how long this fashion buddy's been riding my back. It's probably just been there since I was born. <laughs> Love that. I'm one of those two. My granny taught me how to sew when I was six. So, so I, you get it. I've been there. It's the only thing I've ever done. I've, only thing you I've understand. ever done. <laughs> All I understand. right. You, you get it. <laughs> I get it. So tell me a little bit about um, your online boutique. What, what were you doing? Well, first of all, how long have you been in full-time entrepreneurship? So I've been full-time since... Um, July 1st, 2020, but the business started back in 2014. So we're about eight and a half, yeah, eight and a half, almost nine years in now. Yes, love that. And in 2020, you spiked up too. It's like, I heard, you know, COVID hit some people really bad, but it did some people really good and their business just like sprouted up. Well, you know, it's it's one of those things where it was, COVID was COVIDing, but that, <laughs> COVID that was almost, COVID. <laughs> That almost is not my story, though. I, it happened um, serendipitously that way. Mm-hmm. But I had a mini stroke. Like, I had a TIA in February of oh, 2020. Wow. So things started to spiral out of control for me health-wise. I, did, I was in the hospital at the beginning of um, COVID, and I, I didn't get COVID until this year, you know? So it wasn't, you know, my business did pick up during COVID. I will not say, I will not say that it did not. But I had to make some decisions um, if I was going to continue in this corporate um, situation that I'd been in and, you know, continue to progressively get worse or was I going to, you know, do what my true purpose and true calling was. And that was to make, you know, women feel their best self through faith, fashion and fellowship. Right. So um, I ended up being hospitalized three times Um, that final time. No one could be in the hospital with me because that was like at the height of COVID. And I recall um, being in the hospital. I was in a hospital that I had never been in before, but I had to be brought in by ambulance, right? And um, it's by the water. And I could see like dolphins that morning. The nurse told me, she's like, when you wake up in the morning, the dolphin's going to be, and I was like, whatever, you know, dolphin's going to be, you know, and I literally, and it's one of those things where nature kind of does something to you and you're in a room all alone with God and you know, and I was like, okay, I can no longer serve two masters. And then I just went in the next morning and put in my resignation after a 20 year, um, an amazing corporate career in insurance. And I ended up in wow. IT, I, you know, you know, 20, had it, years. Had it not been for 20 years in um, insurance. I worked in insurance. I worked for three major, the last insurance company I worked for was a fortune 50. And um, I was managing um, millions and millions of dollars of raw data, um, writing requirements to scrub data lakes, to move that um, into um, readable formats, and then putting it in position to where um, it told a story. And I had to circulate that all the way up to C-suite. So my last (laughs) position was very much stressful. And then I was running a business that was very much stressful. And then people were home during COVID. And so they were buying everything. And then I was having to log in and deal with that. So it was really, really a tough time for me. So that's really how I decided 
you know what, I'm going to do this full time and I'm not going to look back. And, and so we're here. Wow, that's amazing. You stay motivated the entire time. And regardless do. of all the obstacles of, you know, the, the challenges that you were facing, like, that's amazing. Um, would you say that um, it requires a certain type of mindset to be able yeah. to overcome some of these things and keep pushing through regardless of the things that are being thrown at you? It absolutely does require a certain type of mindset because um, so that's not the beginning of my story. I've had cancer. You know, I was born. Um, my mom had a really, really difficult um, delivery with me. They gave me a year to live at birth. They said if I lived to be anywhere beyond a year, then I would be developmentally delayed. Um, so it's one of those things where I've been through so much in my life that, you know, I always have this mindset, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And my aunt bought me a book many years ago, and it's, uh, I think I was about 10 years old, and the name of the book was Tough Times and Never Last, The Tough People Do. And so I've always kind of lived in that space where, you know, I just got to boss up, you know, um, everything could be falling apart around me. And, you know, I'm going through a very, very difficult time now. I'm, a, I'm my mom's um, cancer caretaker right now, and, and things are falling apart around me as we speak like in this very moment but you know it's like are you gonna put up or shut up you know so mm -hmm. I've, I've just lived in that um as hard as it has been and i will never ever say that it hasn't been hard but as hard as it has been i'm just like put up or shut up you know fashion basically saved my life on more than one occasion so i'm just gonna continue to allow it to be that thing that allows me to connect to my people allows me to be in you know fellowship and and, and just maintain that mindset that I'm doing this for a purpose. So, so yeah, it takes a certain mindset. I love that. I love that. Wow. So, can I have a segment? It's called um, is is a success or it's a disaster. Can you mm -hmm. tell me about a time within the business that something went completely bad, like, and you learned something from it? from the experience and it made you change up something that you did in the business, whether it was like operationally, HR, anything in that realm. Oh goodness. Uh, I mean, I, I'm living things, you know, I'll say this <clears throat> during COVID, the business grew quickly after I left corporate because I was able to focus a lot of my attention on it. And so this, this, this business that was coasting at a very, very comfortable trajectory at one point, it went from, it took a, you know how a plane takes off and it kind of goes up gradually? Mm -hmm. Well, that thing didn't go up gradually. As it was going up gradually, then all of a sudden it just went completely up like woof. And I'll be honest, you know, because I was operating it in, okay, we're at this 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 pace and this place is manageable. I, I didn't put some of the things in place that I should have put in place. Now, granted, I'm a tech girl, so a lot of it was my fault because there's things, you know, I know what to do, you know, if, from a technical perspective, I know what to do, but from an operational perspective, I didn't have the right people in place and I didn't have the right processes in place. So I will tell you, I got to a place when it grew so fast, I almost started to dread going in. I moved from my retail space that I had to close to a warehouse that was three times the size of my retail space. And I remember when we moved in there, I have a picture of the way that the 
warehouse look and I remember sitting in the middle of the floor and I don't really tell this and I boohoo cried I was like what in the world have you done like what did you do you went from 1200 comfortable cushy square feet to 3500 square feet and you don't even know what you're you've never done this before girl so growing pain you know um, oh my god and I remember um and it was like uh, right after I was having, um, I, right after I, I was in the hospital three times, three separate times, they thought I was having a stroke. The first time I, they called it a TIA. And so I lost my balance and I was falling a lot in the warehouse. It was always like bruises all over me. And I, I remember I had to take a step back. I was like, you know, I, I, I would be honest. I thought maybe I made a huge mistake. And so I, you have to take an introspective look at everything around you and say, okay, you are going to fail miserably or you are going to do what must be done in order to, to make this run smoothly. So I had to put processes in place. I had, you know, individuals on my team that were smarter than me in those respects that really had to help dig me out of it because, um, and, and now that we're talking about it, I can vividly see that picture that I sent one of my friends and she was like, Cole, take it chunk by chunk. Cause I, I sat there like, I don't know what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, girl, you gotta get yourself together. So yeah, process. It was actually, you know, I failed miserably at processes, people, you know, I, and I didn't have a plan. I just knew I needed to move, mm-hmm. and I did it. And it just was like, whoa, you know. And my husband helped me out a lot too. He had a warehouse. We still have warehouses right by each other. And he was like, all right, babe, <laughs> what is the most important thing that we have to do? Where's everybody's orders? What is the hot item? Let's move it over here. You know what I mean? So yeah, so that's anyway, amazing. That. Yeah, that that was so scary though, and I, I'm reliving it as we're speaking. Like I could see that picture of the warehouse; it was a wreck. Would you say that uh, having like that really, really foundational support system is one of the things that helped push you to thrive? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my husband's also um, an entrepreneur, so there's a lot of things that he gets, you know. And I came straight from corporate, and a lot of days you get like you have the pillow talk with your significant other, and some of that pillow talk really had to, you know, get me into that place where I'm like, okay, I can do this. Um, and then my family is very supportive as well. Um, so yeah, so my support system has has truly been foundational. My grandmother turned 100 in um, November 1st. Oh, wow. And a lot of what I know, yeah, a lot of what I know about fashion, I learned from her and the the fact that, you know, her believing in me um, and, you know, my, my siblings, my sister, you know, has to talk me off the ledge quite often. But, you know, my grandmother being, being the one that really, really believed in, you know, me just as a, an individual, you know, I just you know, I, I, I draw from that and I've been able to truly draw strength from that. Wow. I'm a grandma's baby too. She taught, she definitely <laughs> taught me how to sew and my, right. even my clothing brand is a homage of her and her name is both of our names put together actually. What is the name of it? It's my middle name, Collier and Vatine. It's actually, Vatine is both of my grandmothers. So Verda and Ernestine, I put it together. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I so love that. I want to talk about just like before we wrap up a little bit about like trends versus like timeless silhouettes and mm-hmm. how and what are your feelings and thoughts towards that? Um, you know, what do you feel about trends and uh, what are your preferred silhouettes that you feel that every woman should have in her closet? <clears throat> so I do this thing called a trend blend. 
And what a trend blend is, I'm going to take a piece that's kind of trendy, and I'm going to put it with something that's a staple piece that you always got to have in your closet, right? So, you know, funky, like, funky um, harem pants have always done really well with my store. So I'll take it and put it with, like, a basic black sheer bodysuit because I think everybody should have one of those. Or I may take, you know, like, a pencil skirt um, and put it with whatever the trending blouse is for that season. So I, I'm, I'm always one of those people that likes, um, I like structured layered looks too. So I like a, like something underneath a blazer, you know, a moto jacket. And I like a slim, th slim silhouette on the bottom. That's why I chose um, the skinny jeans. So um, that, that was my, that was my uniform of choice um, in corporate America. When I used to go out and market our tech products, I'd always have like a pencil skirt or a skinny slack, a blouse, um, and, a, and some sort of a structured fitted blazer. And my blouse would probably be trending. You know, at one point we were wearing the blouses with the big ruffle collars and the ruffle um, hem lines on the cuffs. Mm -hmm. So um, I enjoy a trend blend. I enjoy a good. And I never heard that before. I like that it's trend like, blend. Give me a trend, a trend blend. blend. Yeah, I love that. Hashtag. You know, hashtag <laughs> trend blend. So like, you know, and I, I like to print stack um, a lot. Um, I love to take like a camo and a leopard or a camo and a tartan plaid. And I'm going to, so I just did one as a matter of fact, I, I paired a tartan plaid double breasted blazer, which is timeless, gold buttons, you know what I mean? Double mm -hmm. breast tartan plaid with a pair of um, ultra trendy um, cargo camo shorts, the ones that everybody, are, that everyone's wearing right now. I put those together and it went, it, it did so well. We, um, we we did very well with that look and those are the type of things that I love to do I like to think outside of the box but keep it a little bit structured so that, that's my that. flavor yeah I love that would you would you say who would you say is your target market and your target consumer um I like the girls that so the the, the ideal avatar is actually me I'm my avatar and the way the way that I like to hello Nicole, you cut out a little bit. I'm here. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Um. Okay. So yeah, like I'm I'm one of those aunties that doesn't look her age. So I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> um, I met a lady at dinner last night. I was like, because I turned 45 in September. She was like, what? So I'm I'm the girl, like the the girl who's you know in her mid 40s that still loves to look good, and you know I have you know the degree and I go to my conferences and all those things. So I, I that's, that's my target. You know, I, I love um, women that just love to look good, to, that loves to put their pieces together. Hence the name pretty pieces. Cause I love a good separate that you can create a capsule out of, um, you know, and, and there's this thing on social, the girls that get it, get it. Those are my girls, the girls that get it, get it. And I like to give them looks. I build looks. Um, for girls that love to show up and show out, you know, they, they make, they make every day a fashion runway. That's my girl that just steps out over the confident and knows how to put those pieces together rocks. It shows up at her empowerment conferences or in Walmart, you know, and is well put together. So that, that is my ideal pretty pieces lady. Gotcha. Love it. Okay. So this is our last segment before we wrap up. 
It's called it's a muse. If you like to mm-hmm. share a, a a affirmation, a a mantra, a book, um, a, a scripture, anything that you utilize to keep you motivated and inspired that you would want to share with another entrepreneur that's um, you know, maybe facing some challenges, some obstacles right now and just need like just some motivation. Sure. So this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous and it's going to sound absolutely silly, but you a paper chaser. You got your block on fire. <laughs> you remain in a G until the moment you fire. Y'all know what You it know is. what it you is? Make, you yeah, make nothing out of something. You handle the business. You handle the business. <laughs> and don't be crying and be suffering, right? That love. <laughs> Yo, you just made my night with that one. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna end up playing that on the way home. You a paper chaser, yes. and then I'm gonna put on my juvenile yes. voice. Got that block right. on. Right. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love that. Come on. Yes. I that mean, is some southern is shit. That's what, so that's some. My sister lives in New Orleans, right? So I, I'm in New Orleans all the time, and I'm actually about to go back out there, right? And I'm like. Like she sees him all the time, mm-hmm. and so I had I, I took her truck last time I was there, and I'm like, so where he hang out at? So she's like, oh. <laughs> so she's like, over there, you know the way it's so weird the way they describe, you know, directionally there. So I'm like, so if I pull up at the gas station on Broad Street, he could be there. I'm like, I gotta run into this dude, like, cause like th- that's just gonna make my day. Exactly. I love that song. Like I literally. It when didn't I sound ridiculous at all. It sounded right on cue, girl. <laughs> I mean, because I could have. So I have so many scriptures. Like, so every Sunday I sent out a motivational from the CEO's desk, right? Mm-hmm. About something I'm going through. Um, it's always very heavily inspirational. I give them scripture. I give them whatever. Um, Christian, I listen to Christian. You cut out again hear me yeah now i can hear you okay um i always send those out but at the core you know like sometimes you just need to get in people's face and tell them you're a paper chaser you know sometimes that's what people need to hear <laughs> so i hear that you know. <laughs> i love that that's so dope well thank you so much nicole for joining me today if you could just throw out your social media so people know how to follow you and connect with you and of course i'll put it in the show notes as well so you can follow the brand at Shop Pretty Pieces on Instagram, Pretty Pieces on Facebook, and ShopPrettyPieces.com on TikTok. And you can follow me, Chief Pretty Chick, on Instagram and Facebook. Amazing. Thanks so much. I hope you have an amazing evening, and I wish you the best of luck as you continue to grow, flourish, and chase that paper, girl. Thank you. Okay. You as well. Right. Thank you for having me. No problem. Good night. And as I always Good say, night. guys, stay black. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.